Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons & Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host! Honor System and Declan freed Tony the Chainsaw from his fate as a puppet, brought together their allies to assault Amazon's hidden HQ, and Bourbon Sherbert just arrived with Butthole and Quinny in tow? What the fuck is going on? And will the heroes of 2099 and or Rune survive? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. Bourbon Sherbert, the Archmage Rupert, uh, stands before you, Declan, in honor system, uh, with his two most erstwhile compatriots, Butthole and Quinny. Um, a huge, hulking human man and a medium-sized, hulking, halfling <laughs> stare you down, uh, and the halfling says, "Hi, uh, my name's uh, Ferguson Kiyoshi. I'm uh, I'm first butthole to uh, um, uh, Bourbon Sherbert, uh, Arch Allen of the Circle, um, and uh, the human just says, oh, 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 and I'm Chicky Nage, first Quinny." To our erstwhile Allen of the Circle. Oh, 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 oh. Um, and Bourbon Sherbert says, You both forgot the appropriate greeting. Uh, and in unison, um, they both say, Have you cast mage armor today? Uh, and Bourbon says, I have been busy. We have been following the ways of Allen. Butthole and Quinny are my friends. So you we- people are going to be able to stop the other mages, right? <laughs> like, we have been working them. hard. It has been difficult, as none of us have been formally trained, and those that have lost a lot of what they had inside the stacks. But so far, so good. And his head spins around. You remember, he's still a little bit fried. Uh, sure. Still not all there. Uh, we met a butthole and Quinny. Uh, you do not look like them. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Frickson says, uh, oh, you, you, you met, uh, you met the, the actual, uh, the original, uh, uh butthole and, and Quinny. Well, that, that's quite impressive. Uh, we've been told that they are, they are, uh, uh, second in command ranks, uh, to the, the Arch Allen of the circle. Uh, and, uh, through my excellent mastery of, of the various powers and, uh, Chicky Nate says, and my general chaotic abilities, um, Kyoshi continues, uh, we, we've uh, risen through the ranks, uh, but as as um, uh, Master Sherbert has, has told us, um, the Allen wore the names of her friends proudly upon her arm, uh, and thus we, as his most trusted lieutenants, wear their names ourselves. When in doubt, acid splash. And uh, you hear uh, Chickles and when in doubt, acid splash. I think, I think they're talking about the tattoos she had. Yes, that's what I'm getting out of this as well. All right, awkward question, considering you think you're a butthole. Uh, I shot butthole's mom. Does that mean I shot your mom and it's kind of like a thing? What? Uh, no, what? What are you talking about? No, no, no. I, I, it's just a rank. It's not a real, there's no real guy named butthole. That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, you're wrong about that, but I'm just relieved that I don't have to shoot you in the face because I no, feel like it would like make if things... you shot like a CEO and I was like a manager of a different company with a different CEO, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, you shot my I'd be like, you shot a CEO. Like you, you may have shot a butthole's mother, but you didn't shoot my, 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 my mother's fine. I talked to her yesterday. We do plan on killing all CEOs, though. Uh, look, it was just an example from what I know. All right. This world is very confusing. Hell, I didn't even know I had powers until... Uh, uh, you know, I woke up in the stack, uh, but you know, I've I've been learning quickly. I'm an excellent study, just like I'm told the butthole was. I just Declan I is just unhappy. That's all you're seeing yeah. with him is like gritted teeth, shaking his head. Cool. 
Yeah, I can't confirm or deny if the butthole that I briefly encountered was a quick study. But <laughs> uh, I, mean, I bet significant money he's never read a book without pictures in it. And Bourbon <laughs> tilts his head and says, I think perhaps both of you are missing the point. Mistress Xanthus told me I had to live by a code, so I thought of the most powerful person that I had met in my travels with Mistress Xanthus. I thought, of course, of Alan. Thus, I'm following the Alan code to the best of my programming. It is difficult. Douche.0 lives deep in my brain, and I occasionally have to fight the urge to reggae horn. It is exhausting. And yet here I am, one without magic, teaching those with magic the ways of the Alan. So maybe get off my dick about it. I am doing my best. So how many rules are there in the code of Alan? Not that many. <laughs> Mostly I am trying to stop them from using their powers all willy-nilly and destroying everything around them. Alan seemed to have difficulty with this from time to time, but had set out her some rules for herself. Hence why we greet each other with, Have you cast mage armor today? In the hopes that those capable cast mage armor today... And have you cast mage armor today? I cannot, but these two have. And um, uh, uh, Frickson is like, well, uh, actually, so you can tell already he's a bit of a Hermione Granger. Uh, and he's like, well, uh, actually, so the, the problem with mage armor is uh, it doesn't last all day. And she's like, come on, they're not asking about that. <laughs> they're just, they just want to make sure we're up to the challenges. And we are. Oh, yeah, we are. They are. So is it, so what do you have for us? <laughs> we have been training how to dispel magic. We are merely here to assist in whatever plan I assumed you had come up with. Do you require us to come up with a plan? I can go speak with Butthole and Quinny. We have a donkey with a table that I remember Mistress Allen mentioning once. We are not sure what a donkey is, so I got a robot with a table. We can sit around it and come up with plans. Plans upon plans upon plans upon plans. Yeah, no, it's really easy. We're going to jam ourselves inside some giant returns to Amazon, and then we're just going to shoot everybody while you prevent them from doing magic that destroys us, the world, or some combination thereof. That is a good plan. In fact, if I were editing this for audio, I would have cut all the other variations of that plan until we settled on that plan and then asked you to recap it. This is good. This is good. Mistress Santhus would have approved. Sigh. I miss her. And William Fingers. Declan's just going to sub-vocalize to Honor System and just be like, do you think we could just put him in a fucking closet or something? Because this is exhausting. I think it would be best if he died valiantly on the field of battle. You know I am still on your subdermals from before, right? Yes, you should, you should join us on the field of battle and sacrifice your life for our cause. As I intend to as well. Yeah, and, and if you want to wait in a closet until we go, I'd be fine with it. Very good. I shall meditate in the closet as often Mr. Xanthus did to further her powers. Perhaps I will discover I have magic after all. But if not, at the very least, I can sacrifice myself valiantly as Honor System has recommended. And then as he starts to walk away, he just turns back and says, It is a shame I thought myself equal to you in terms of this party. Clearly, I am still just a servant droid. My bad. And he just walks into a closet and closes the door behind him. Uh, Chicky Nange and uh, Frickson Kyoshi stand there awkwardly, and then uh, Frickson's like, um, I think uh, we're going to go work on our counter spells. I still need to convince Chicky that it's not just a feeling, you know, that he can't just feel it, that he's got to, you know, focus in on it. You know, I feel like if he had a familiar, he'd be so much more focused, but just on his own, he's <laughs> he's quite a guy. He's quite a character. Um, anyway, uh, uh, when in doubt, acid splash and two's like, when in doubt, acid splash, uh, and, uh, together they go back out to the courtyard, uh, to work with the rest of the mages. Well, thanks for signing up, gents. We're happy to have you. you know, honor system. I feel like bourbon sherbet is, is a tough one. I don't really have a solution to that. He seems unhappy thinking he's a servant, even though he's running a movement. See, the problem is, is he's not, it's not that he's bad at his job. It's just that he's incredibly annoying. He was easier and more direct to work with when Alan was here. It seems like when Alan left, he's just been a little more erratic in his behavior. It's weird. That's true. We also broke him on that assault on the stack. So, you know, he's had an adventure. We'll try to make his moments happier. If you could figure out how to make him think he did magic, that'd be real nice before he dies. 
Uh, I'll try. It sounds like you're asking me to lie. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I don't need you to lie. I need you to fool someone. That's fine. You don't have to say what you did. He just needs to feel like it's magic. Magic is a feeling, as they say to children at magic shows. I suppose I could just ask him, was that magic? When he does anything. And then maybe he'll he'll answer yes at some point. That'd be good. I'd say stick to things that are impressive. I feel like otherwise anything, it's going to take up too much of your time. Right, right. Okay. You know, why don't I lie to him? I feel like that's easier at the end of this conversation. That's the way we usually do these things. Damn it. See, he's even bleeding into these conversations that are a waste of time when we could be prepping to murder. <laughs> um, so with uh, with all that in mind and your new sub-objective of make Bourbon Sherbert believe he did magic in his robot heart, um, you said about the preparations. Um, again, time is time is fleeting. Um, your your delivery return window is closing rapidly. Um, so you kid everyone out as best you can, and um, uh, before the night is out, uh, you you pack into the boxes, and the uh, designated couriers uh, label them and dump them at one of the many pickup sites. Uh, because despite the lack of quantum energy, man, Amazon still delivers nonstop, all day, every day. Um, you spend kind of a, a bit of a, a sweaty and uncomfortable uh, couple hours uh, as the box is moved from processing facility to processing facility. If you're tracking this on your phone, it would like sit in one spot for a while and you'd start to wonder like, what the fuck's going on? And then happily the line moves a little bit and, and off you go. Um, are there any, like when you arrive, Basically, the it, this is almost like a it's half Trojan horse, half beaches of Normandy. Like you pretty much could have to boot open the box and start shooting, um, which means you do have a quiet moment together, uh, huddled in this box um, as uh, as the transport is occurring. Um, are there any final things that the two of you would want to discuss before you go in? I don't necessarily know. Um... Not and I don't think there's anything really in terms of like tactical planning. It really is uh, like I meant more so like you know I've got a I've got a special someone waiting for me back home. Here's a photo yeah. of them. That yeah. means I'm going to die. You're my brother. I've always loved you. You're my brother. Um, yeah. I've got one day left until retirement. I'm going to be fine <laughs> during this assault. Like you know, all the hits. So, sister, we've had a lot of different adventures. He'd definitely be sub vocalizing this. That's so not being like announced through the whole fucking box. Yeah. <laughs> So you've done a lot of changes. I've had a lot of changes over things. I feel like my goals have stayed the same, but in some ways you are philosophically deeper than me, even though much more literal. What are you hoping to get out of the rest of your life? That's an interesting question. I I hadn't considered that, which is weird. Um, I... I always thought my fate was tied to yours, and that was important to me because it was a choice that I made. One of the first choices I ever made. And so, paramount to everything else, I'm going to honor that choice. One of my one of my first. After waking up, thanks to you. And it's so important to me because I chose it. Because I know it's not hardwired into my brain because I know it's not something I don't have a choice in. It really is something that I absolutely want to do. And so thinking beyond that, I think, I think I'm better for being this way. And I think Machines and robots can be better if I help them to wake up from their enslaved dreams. I don't know if I have the vocabulary for, for what I truly want, but that's, that's something like what it is. All right. So it sounds like we deal with Bezos. And then we uh, free the robots. That makes sense to me for the overall people. And it's two people who seem dedicated to working together. 
uh, and making that choice to be dedicated to each other every day. We may have stumbled backwards into being married. Oh, that's kind of nice. It kind of is. I never thought I'd get married. I didn't either. I didn't think it was possible. Uh, and with that, the uh, the box slams to a stop. Um, and a number of things happen all at once. Um, <clears throat> We're about uh, to kill so many people after that nice conversation. <laughs> Everybody's got to have a honeymoon. Hello, I am Bernard Sherbert, the survivalist Rupert from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I am here to help you survive the boredom of day-to-day life by helping to engage in the wonderful storytelling, whimsy, comedy, and occasional tragedy of the Dum Dums and Dragons adventures. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that is D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and you can join for as little as $1 a month, which will gain access to our Patreon-only Discord, where you can hang out with other people who have also listened to the things you have listened to and seen the things you have seen and thus can describe them with you or at higher levels you can get ad free feeds where you can avoid ads like this one or alternatively at even higher levels you can add an npc name like bourbon gerbert was or you can add your own npc that you build at the highest level and get your name in the credits name in the credits name in the credits sorry i had to say that three times because it is very 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 cool this has been Bourbon Sherbert, encouraging you to go join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you in the future. Bleep bloop. <laughs> Shosa um, uh, crawls quietly uh, out of uh, one of the boxes. Uh, he's got uh, Quinian Butthole with him uh, and a number of the other mages. And... Um, they're all cloaked in, um, uh, they're wearing kind of like midnight blue cloaks, dark, dark, dark cloaks, um, to give them the best possible cover. Um, you're still inside the box, so you see none of this, but they emerge uh, onto um, a giant, like, think almost like a, on a, like a tanker full of shipping containers that have been kind of haphazardly dumped on it. Not like cleanly stacked, but just kind of, you know, when they take them off a shipping container. When they take them off, sorry, when they take them off of a boat full of shipping containers, just kind of dump them in a pile. It's that sort of thing for returns. Most of these boxes aren't getting returned. It's Amazon, after all. Um, so they step out into this kind of graveyard of boxes. Before them is a massive hangar full of um, uh, so almost like um, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark racks, um, but instead of like, you know, Arcs of the Covenant and Area 51 shit, it's just like. Rows and rows and rows of of uh, Amazon boxes, um, ready for reprocessing. Um, beyond that, though, um, there's uh, sort of two long, um, uh, heavy, heavy cables with a series of uh, claws on them uh, for like ripping boxes and moving them up. Right. Yep. yep. Um, moving kind of up, uh, the the entire uh, structure is built kind of up a mountainside. Um, so taking them up to a plateau where you can see a staging site beyond which lays um, a massive flat vehicle bay where you can see lots of delivery trucks and that sort of thing. Standard, standard, standard fulfillment center sh- shit. Um, and other than that, you've got, you know, um, uh, a, you know, a cloudless sky. Uh, it's dusk. The sun has just started, has just, you know, dipped beneath the horizon. Um, and uh, it's quiet. It's, uh, you know, there's the, the clink of machinery of, of uh, you know, effective use. But um, otherwise, very, very quiet uh, and barren uh, beyond this, this platform. And um, Shosa kind of turns to the collected mages and uh, Bourbon Sherbert steps up wearing his, his cloak as well. Um, and, uh, he just says, uh, Mr. Santhus, and then he, he shudders, but he says, Alan often said, when in doubt, acid splash, and they all mutter it in kind of like a, you know, and also with you kind of way. Um, and he says, but in times of great need, there was a different phrase. I have heard her use when in doubt. And he raises his arms like the fucking Knights King. And he says, fireball. And all of the mages who are capable hurl fireballs up past the uh, the, the factory lines, up over the, the staging ground, up over the vehicle bay. Um, and as all of your boxes erupt open um, and all of you begin to spill out, 
um, a a volley of fireballs strikes the night sky, uh, and it begins to ripple and burn and burst as an overloaded magical and technological energy shield collapses, uh, revealing a massive metallic skeletal structure reaching up towards the sky, surrounded by four massive metallic pillars. Uh, you see a giant vessel shaped like a cock just aimed at the sky. Um, it is painted blue. Uh, it has giant rocket boosters, and you oh realize God. Jacinda Bezos is going to space. Uh, your only chance of stopping him from reloading the Zeus cannon is to get aboard that fucking rocket before it takes off. I um, mean, it's coming back down, though, right? Like, it's not going up there forever. <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned in this world, it's that billionaires never go to space and stay there. <laughs> Au contraire, my friends. The camera pans up uh, to the the glimmering light uh, of the uh, the Zeus cannon, visible even from the naked eye at distance, uh, casting a shadow as it crosses the surface of the moon. <laughs> We're going to the moon, baby. We're going to the moon. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> take that, Fast and the Furious. You always go Fast and Furious to the moon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you spill forward uh, out of your boxes, um, and uh, as soon as the shield goes down, uh, you can see that the launch pad, there's a mission control tower, um, and it is swarming with people. Um, you see the Telltale Crimson uniforms of um, Synergy Incorporated. Uh, it seems that pretty much the entire force is here um, working for Amazon, which makes sense, because if they have enough money to power a rocket, they have more than enough money to hire all these assholes. Um, and basically, uh, as soon as you spill forward, you realize that like, they're a really fucking far distance away. Like you've, you spilled out, you're kind of assuming you'd like, okay, we're going to like take the factory and then we'll take the staging area and then we'll, we'll figure out what's up there. But no one knew what was beyond it. And unfortunately the launch pad is beyond the vehicle landing platform. So it is a good distance away. And you can see the preparations for launch are well underway. Um, there's alarm like lights flaring. This is it. You either need to like stop the rocket or get on the rocket, or there's going to be some serious trouble. You can see mages like climbing uh, up a up a ramp, like it's the fucking Titanic with their like suitcases and stuff. Um, they're clearly loading up um, to go uh, to the fucking moon. Um, you are really, really far away. Uh, the mages kind of look at each other and uh, begin to rush forward. Um, all of you surge forward. Um, I assume uh, Duncan and Honor System. Jesus, there's one for me. Boom! Yay, everybody gets <laughs> one. <laughs> Will saves. Um, you, uh, Declan and Honor System. Would you rush forward with everyone? I assume you're kind of like the orchestrators of this. Carmine and and Sublime are with you. They're they're charging forward. Yeah, I can't imagine a world where we're not. This is no. move, take ground, or die. Great. So yeah. you all begin to uh, to rush towards uh, the delivery factory. Um. All except a few notable people. Um, Sublime steps forward, um, you know, calling to the twists. All of them are kind of like decked out in, and it's a weird assortment of assassins. So they're all wearing like their their weird kooky, like almost at a level of the the heist in Rick and Morty. Like all of them have a thing that they do. Um, so they all begin to rush forward. Um, and uh, Graven, her, her number two, uh, the Steve Buscemi looking guy who loves tickets. Um, He's by her side. She's like, a twist with me, forward! Um, and as they uh, begin to run, uh, he just says, sorry, boss, uh, and blows out the back of her head. Um, as Sublime's body, like, still sprinting, just kind of collapses forward, um, half of the twists turn on the others um, and on the mages and on the uh, assorted members of Escrow. Carmine turns around, whipping his hands into guns, um, and uh, it's just like, it's a liquidation sale! Let's close it up! Before his jaw gets blown off uh, as one of his lieutenants uh, takes him out uh, with a shotgun blast. Half the escrow turn on themselves as well, and you realize that someone fucking ratted you out. Um, immediately, both sides start fighting as Synergy Incorporated begins sweeping down from above. The mages begin to just start blowing holes in, in uh, the traitors, um, 
you see Shosa just kind of like rolling up his sleeves and just like think um like uh, like pretty much firebending at this point, just throwing uh, magic yes. left and right. Um, uh, Chicky Nage is like side by side with him, uh, just doing like the 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 proper caster Troy eyes, just like full back, throwing uh, throwing magic to his heart's content. Um, you've got uh, Bourbon and uh, Butthole trying to um, actually organize the counterspell mages because they understand the assignment, and the assignment isn't fight anyone who's here to fight. It's keep the mages, like keep the MFTs off of you guys. Yeah. Um, as you go, so. Sure enough, even though you're um, taking heavy losses, um, a bunch of you are able to surge forward. I'd say like a bunch of the hardiest people actually stay back. Um, it's one of those classic, like if one of me can take three of them. Uh, you notice that between the twists and the escrow, it's a lot of the younger people. It's a lot of the like more junior. This is clearly like a an Amazon funded power grab. Um, so they all start like a couple of the elites stay back to fight, but there's still a swell of people moving forward. I should point out, like you guys actually have a pretty sizable force. Like this isn't like a hundred people going like we're we're gonna do our best. Like you've got like it's a it's a mob. Um, yeah. So uh, although you you've lost a number of your best people, um, you 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 push forward um, towards uh, the uh, the delivery factory. Um, uh, Declan and Honor System, uh, do you still vocalize anything as you rush forward? Uh, I think Declan hears some new uh, words coming from Honor System. Where he's just like shit. Fuck, somebody ratted us out. Yeah, well, it happens before. It'll happen again. The important thing is we aren't fucking dead and we got to get on that fucking rocket. Um, so with that, you you sprint forward uh, towards the factory. Um, as you reach uh, the entrance, um, suddenly uh, the uh, the door, like the, the and when I'm talking doorway, I'm talking like massive like cargo doors, um, is uh, just like laid into by uh, by fire as um, synergy troops poke out from behind, uh, clearly having set up a, a bottleneck kill zone. Um, they knew you were coming. They'd planned this. It's still hasty because the plan only came together like a few hours ago, mm-hmm. um, but they have enough information uh, to be acting. I need uh, reflex saves and initiative from both of you, please. Reflex save is going to be... 19 19 and my initiative is 23 okay uh reflex is an eight and initiative is 24 okay one sec how do we determine initiative in this because we're going to start fighting now oh no she's asking uh, mechanically for oh you have the same same way oh you just guys just have Big initiative mods. Yeah, shooter okay. guy, sword guy, dexterity. Yeah. yeah. We got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed you do. You know, I'm going to have shit to do too. I just like <laughs> think you may about have, it for a sec. <laughs> you may have noticed all our social skills are real swingy based on a die roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, excellent. Okay. So um, Declan, uh, because you lost your uh, reflex save, uh, you're be taking out 15 points of ballistic damage as um, just kind of like stray shots uh, and things hit you as you kind of run for cover. Um, to give Great. you an idea, I have, I have three reductions, so that'll become 12 based yep, on my fine. armor, right? Great. Yep. Um, it is. They are ballistic rounds. Um, there are there are still laser weapons in this world. They're just fewer and far between because they're almost running off of spawn rules now. Like if you had a fully charged quantum weapon. Or something like the icebreaker that can generate its own bullets, like that will still work. But anything that would normally need to be recharged or powered back up is is no bueno. Also, with the destruction of Typhus Industries and the collapse of FFNS, um, it's not like Dumfe Rune where all the laser weapons are obsolete. But like, imagine, like I don't know. I just had to update my iPhone because it was running incredibly slowly for no fucking reason. The guns are kind of running that way now too. <laughs> no one's updating the, their OS. No one's giving them like firmware or software updates. So the lasers are not the best. So yes, ballistic rounds, um, your damage reduction is fine. Oh, um, to be even more annoying, sorry, I'm not used to this character sheet because I have all of the rogue, like a lot of the rogue skills. I also have evasion, so I would take half on a failed. Okay, that's fine. And then so go through, then, does that make sense? Yeah, so you would take go seven stay. and then you dropped three from that, so take four. Great. Yeah. Um, all no worries. of my stuff is combat-based, I'll figure it out. Uh, so you're looking at, uh, as I said, a massive um, uh, 
uh, set of racks uh, in here. It's a two-level building, um, but it's not like two stories. It's probably closer to four stories just with, um, you know, a, a, a walkway kind of up near the top. Um, large rectangular building. Um, there are four rows of racks. Um, you are, If you think of this in library terms, you're standing at, like, the end of the library row where it's just, like, there will be rows. Be, like, they get wider, but you're at the, the short end of the um, uh, the racks. Um, the racks go five deep um, to the end of the uh, the end of the building. So part of the way, part of the reason I'm describing this is to help us set up where these enemies are, and so we can track them. Um, so basically, there are four four rows and five columns. Um, if we're doing this in table terms, um, two levels at the far end. There is a massive um, sort of uh, four persons. Uh, booth, um, sort of like a, a large office um, on the second level overlooking the entire facility. Um, one of the guns that's laying down the most fire is um, has like the window's been shattered and it's firing out of that. Uh, so there's like a, a mini gun up there. Um, there's also notably a crane um, in the middle of this. Um, there's clearly been um, some renovations occurring. So midway through the building in the northwest uh, sort of quart, uh, quadrant, Rather than racks, there's actually like a crane whose arm is up at the second level, um, like a construction crane, not like a from the ceiling crane, but like literally on wheels, like you were um, building a building. So looking in, you've got your four rows of uh, of racks, five racks deep in each row. Second floor, you've got uh, the turret set up um, in the little office, and there's a crane kind of in the middle with an arm leading up to the second floor. There are also obviously like stairs and ladders and things, but um, the, the crane is of utmost importance. Um, and the exit to get at the far end, is it ground floor under, or is it second floor? Uh, it is ground floor underneath the, the four person's office. So cool. the idea would be that most things would pick up boxes, move past that, um, join the cranes. Uh, obviously they've set it up as a cho choke point specifically for this. That said, the cranes are still running um, because they were trying to keep up the illusion that this was a fully functional facility. They are still carrying boxes to and from uh, the thing. So like a little canyon that that covers, you could theoretically ride ride the crane, the, uh, cl the um, claws over if you felt so inclined. Um, this thing is full of troopers. There are eight guys in here plus the minigun. Um, and immediately, like the mages start falling back because like a couple of them just take bullets and um you kind of hear um uh bourbon yelling for them to like um cast mage armor and get out of the way uh because at this point they're such a valuable resource that them just getting mowed down is is pretty unacceptable um and uh yeah you're in a bit of a bad scenario um the rest of your unit is fighting to keep the traders behind you from reaching you um you guys basically have to take the uh the, the delivery factory um and uh, yeah, that'll bring us to uh, the top of the round. Um, so Declan, uh, you're up first. Um, you've managed to take cover in a very Gears of War kind of way. Both of you have slid into cover on either side of this this massive opening. Um, inside you have these racks. Um, in terms of soldiers uh, behind the first and fourth row, um, so kind of basically on closest to you, the the racks closest to you there's a guy behind each of those sort of like doing the peek around wall and shoot um beyond that you can see someone um poking around from beside the crane you know there are other people in there but you can't see any what do you do great uh declan's first uh does he have eyes on the mini gunner gunner um, the minigunner is the angle is bad, uh, but much like in many of the video games I've agonized over where I'm just knocking my reticule like a pixel left or right. Um, there you can see probably just a little bit of rib cage. Um, obviously you have a scope, uh, so it's possible. But um, the key here is if this thing is a four story building, he's kind of like up on the fourth story aiming down. So there there is a gunner. The gun is certainly visible. Gunner is at a bad angle, but is possible. It'll just be a difficult shot. Yeah, fuck, it's too hard. We got to get into this fucking place. So we've got like one, two, three, four. Is one, two, if we're looking in the door, one is to mm -hmm. the left, four is to the right, just for my brain? Uh, Sure, let's do that. And the yes, minigun yes, yes. is minigun is direct center ahead. Yeah, so if we're looking at this as a, as a rectangle, true north is like, if, if we were to draw a compass straight across this thing, mm -hmm. 
at absolute like true north center of 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 the north line is where this gun is. It is dead center in the furthest wall uh, on the second floor. All righty, then I'm going to say I'm on the left side of the door, and honor systems on the right, so we can keep track of where we are. So. Yep. Uh, I, I've got number one then, so I'll take a take a shot at number one, the guy hiding by the rack that's the closest to where we are. Right. So just Frederick comes up, uh, and Frederick takes his shot, which is a twenty-one to hit. Uh, yes, that'll definitely hit. Ooh, great. And that is ooh some good hot rolls. That is twenty-six damage uh, from Frederick. Excellent. All right. A sound hit. He's uh, he's still up, but uh, yeah. And so you said 26? Yes. Yep. Uh, and then Declan would like to... Uh, the cover that we're in here, we're just against the side of the door. There's nothing like fancier around. That's just... Uh, no, unfortunately. They, it, like once you get in, there's a lot of... Like it's not like you have to constantly hide behind racks. There are boxes off to the sides. There's those little like forklifty guys. There's various things around. I think generally speaking, um, because we're, we're not doing this with a battle map, I've drawn a battle map for us, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll keep track here. Um, I think in general, just be like, I'm moving into cover. Right. Um, yeah. And then if all... you want to move into like full cover, that's something we'll probably have to roll for to see if you can find something. But if you're just like, I don't want to stand in the open room and get shot to death. Yeah. I just think... assume there's like boxes and shit you can dive behind. Sniper logic will be Declan moves closer to goal, but also switches position. And then he also has a cunning action, which he will take to hide. So it's like sniper shot dash hide is his goal. Yeah, I didn't even need to bring Quinny into this. He's already here. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So you, you move in and. And we'll say that uh, you find like solid cover behind um, one of those like uh, scissor lifters. Um, great. Uh, for the racks. Um, great. Uh, honor system. Uh, you see Declan take a shot and uh, move in. What do you do? Uh, I want to move in as well. Um, yep. I want to get up to that first line um, and start yep. hacking away at people. Uh, so I'm just going to, um, I'm going to, uh, uh, how far away is that first line of cover that they've got? Not very far. Um, Not very far. They're okay. they're really meant to be. I mean, if we're taking the battlefield logic back a second, it's like, in theory, the betrayal goes better. And then as you're running away, you get gunned down by the minigun and that opening salvo. Now that you're into it, these guys are definitely in a bad, like they're very exposed. So if you want to get okay. to the guy in the rack closest to you, you can absolutely close distance to him. It will expose you to the rest of the room unless you do something afterwards, but you can absolutely get up to him. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll run up to that, that closest guy and, and try and just cut him down. Right. Uh, so that's, we're going to start with just the two attacks, extra attack and see what we need to do there. So that is a 23 and a crit. Damn. Yes. So maybe I won't need to use the bonus action, but let's Both see. will hit. Okay. A crit uh, hitting in this economy? Who knew? <laughs> so here's a 23. Uh, Six and three plus seven, which is my brain. Uh, uh, six and nine, three plus seven. So 16? Yeah. Right? 16 damage. And then for the crit, are we rolling double damage dice or yeah, rolling baby. once and doubling it? Okay. So second hit is seven plus six plus another seven. So 14. So 20. So for a total of 36. <laughs> yeah. Hot diggity damn. Um, yeah, you like rush up um, on this guy and just like slice into him. He, he stumbles a little bit, um, yelling for backup. Um, he like holds his rifle out in front of him as you swing. You like cut through the rifle um, and he uh, pops a, um, a like a baton, um, uh, like a nightstick basically off off his gauntlet. And now he's, he's not doing a great job of it, but he's trying to like fend uh, the attacks away as he waits for other people to shoot you. He is still up. He's still up. Then I'm using my bonus action to try and cut him down. Give her. Uh, 28. Yep. Oh, not as great. Uh, four and seven, uh, 11. Damage. 11 points. All right. He is still up, but. And uh, these all ignore resistance, right? With Legion's special rule. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Legion ignores resistance. Yeah. Um, yep. Then I will use my, um, 
what's that called? Sword Mastery, where if I make a sword attack on a turn, I can dash or disengage for free. Great. Uh, so I'm going to... Um, uh, Do you want a better look of... So now that you're inside, uh, yeah, you've got yeah. a better look, look at the space. Um, you can see uh, there are basically... Um, so there's the guy uh, that you've already identified who is poking out from behind the crane. Mm-hmm. Um, you see um, another in the uh, northeast corner, the far, far, far corner. So basically the opposite of the guy you just attacked further mm-hmm. along. Um, now that you're inside, you can also see that they've set up um, one person in each corner of the second floor uh, with sniper rifles who are um, kind of waiting to, to pick off targets. So basically, you've got four snipers on the second floor. You've got grunts down here. For you, Honor System, there's a guy you're fighting. There's a guy Declan shot. There's one guy behind the crane, and there's one guy um, all the rows ahead of you. uh, Then, given how exposed I am running up on this guy, I'm going to use the dash action. He can have the opportunity to attack against me, but I'm going to run for cover because I I need to. Yep. Sounds good. So he's going to take the attack of opportunity. What's your AC? 19. Um, all right, he gets it on the nose. Um, so he is going to do um, nine points of damage. Okay. Uh, bludgeoning damage. So I don't know if your armor has damage resistance to bludgeoning, but... Um, no, I don't have any damage resistances. Gotcha. All right, so just like square strike uh, across your back as you run, uh, but you manage to, you know, like power slide into cover. Um, so Declan, you used your hide check to gain full cover. Is that correct? Uh, I just, I, for my bonus action, I, I get my cunning action so I can hide. So that was all okay, I did was so they have to, yeah, okay. So they have to roll shot, to move, hit. So I'm going to roll to see if they see you. Do you want me to give you a stealth check for an oppose? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, 17. Uh, 17. Um, all right. Fortunately, they do see you. Um, I'm going to say only, uh, cause one, one group rolled badly, one group rolled well. So I think, uh, the people up top can see you because they're up top, but the people on the ground have lost sight of you as you, you hide behind this crane. Um, I'm still going to say you're in, uh, covers. So they're going to have disadvantage on their shots. Um, but, uh, they can see you and then honor system, you, you ran to cover, but you're not hiding so they can see you, but you're on cover. So we're going to say uh, two snipers on Declan, two snipers on Honor System. Honestly, you're both very scary. Um, they don't have the c- presence of mind to concentrate fire. Also, it's worth noting um, all of Synergy Incorporated are brought in from different remnants of the regulators. So they're not really a squad. There are a bunch of people who are on similar squads who may have never worked together. It's a little bit like a, a, an Olympic hockey team. They're like, we're all here, but we don't necessarily know how to play together. So let's see how this plays out. Uh, Declan, what is your AC? 18. 18. Damn, son. Uh, all right. So those both miss by... Oh, that's one guy. He misses. Other guy also misses. Man, 18 and disadvantage is not a great scene for any involved. Uh, honor system, what's your AC? 19. 19. Uh, all right. Um, that is... Uh, misses all around. Uh, so there we'll say that they're firing at you as you sprint. So you're kind of doing that like classic, uh, like happens in metal gear all the time where like snake is running from bullets and you're just kind of like <laughs> ducking and weaving as, as the bullets are hitting the ground. Yeah. Uh, Declan, you slide into cover bullets ping off the, um, uh, the scissor lift, um, behind you one like blows the, uh, the mechanism and it drops with, you know, dramatic clang. Um, and you're hearing lots of chatter, um, uh, just cause they're not being subtle about it, about, uh, you know, like, Shoot them! No, over there, you asshole! Uh, there's just a lady who's like, shoot them, shoot them, shoot, you must shoot them! And, like, there's just a lot of, like, sort of scattered that, but you're also picking up comms from outside. Um, uh, certainly, you've got um, escrow and um, uh, the uh, twists on Mike as, as well. Um, escrow seems pretty well-matched. Uh, the twists seem to be um, who's whoever's left is winning, but there's not a lot of them left um meanwhile outside um we've got a full uh john boyega at the beginning of uh force awakens bit for bourbon sherbert as he steps forward and is just watching like the mages he spent time training who are free who who don't need to be here who are here because they they believe in the cause believe that um, mfts will ultimately harm mages um 
that believe in the idea of the new future uh, and the way of Alan um, getting blown apart, um, much like a lot of the mages you saw at the MFT auction. A lot of these folks are still really, really um, out of it and traumatized by their experience in the stack, and they, they're not having a great time. Some, like Shosa, are in their element, um, but still, uh, to Honor System, or to uh, uh, Bourbon Sherbert, the Archmage Rupert, he's watching all the potential of these mages and the magic they could bring back to the world be snuffed. Um, he is, uh, he's getting like basically like constant updates on how many people are left and watching the numbers dwindle quickly. Uh, in the distance, he sees drop ships uh, beginning to kind of peak over the mountains, um, rapidly closing, uh, sort of VTOL um, vehicles coming in to where you dropped off your your crates to kind of reinforce from the, from the rear. Um, and turning around, uh, he sees, you know, the the sniper bolts. Basically, like it looks to you, like you're both to him, like you're both pinned uh, as these bullets kind of ricochet off um, off of things, um, and. Try as he may, he just isn't Alan. Um, and so he just, if he had eyes, he would close them. But Bourbon Sherbert retreats inward. As a survivalist Robert, he normally has always spent time getting out of the way. But here he realizes he has more purpose. Um, and as bullets begin to tear through him, he just focuses on Alan. And um, he begins to just hum. He doesn't know where he picked up the tune. He doesn't really even know what it is, but he just begins to hum a little something that somehow got stuck in his head. Um, a bullet shears through the side of his his uh, head chassis, uh, blowing off one of his beloved speakers. Um, his arm gets shredded by by laser fire. Um, one of the mages runs, sort of runs out um, to kind of tackle him to the ground. And instead, uh, Bourbon just holds out his hand and grasps the mage's hand. Um, and uh, with sort of a, 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 a deep, loud, failing speaker, um, he just loudly proclaims like, Oh, hello! And his quantum core bursts, uh, sending off a massive shockwave um, as, for the very first time in 2099, a robot summons magic. Uh, and in the depths of Castle Ravenloft, a gate sparks to life, and the bullet-ridden head of Bourbon Sherbert falls through, skittering to the feet of his only hope. Mistress Xanthus, to whom he pleads, pointing as best he can with his final moments back through the gate at the battle raging behind him, pleads with her to go and help. Please, Mistress Allen, if you do not go, Declan and Honor System will die. He can see that she's somewhat hesitant, and of course she is. Higher beings always are. But he knows his mistress, and he knows she'll do the right thing. And thus, with a weird, half-remembered song in his heart, Bourbon Sherbert realizes he is no longer survivalist Robert. He is merely Bourbon Sherbert before he powers down for good. And sure enough, Mistress Allen, frustrated as she is, Billy Finger is on her shoulder, and a world to claim ahead of her steps through the portal and onto the battlefield. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yaverne, and our ad music is No Control and 
Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You found the heart! She found a key to the heart. On the quest of a lifetime, three best friends take on a harrowing journey. Your mind and body will be tested in these upcoming weeks, as well as your heart. Where more is at stake than a gift from the gods. Being with Albina and I is going to be... weird? Not bad weird, just, uh, different. Everything's different on the water. When new friends meet, you have an office? Where do you think I do all the pirate business? Pirates have business? It's a parchment nightmare. And family secrets are revealed. (sighs) We could be twins. Yes, I've noticed. This young crew of adventurers will learn what it takes to complete the deadly journey to the heart. It's not like an island could set a trap for us. What? Lightning fog? Are you kidding me? But is getting what they want worth losing what they have? I was happy with you and Charlie. Was? Look at us! How could I be? Journey to the Heart. Now available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Tune in each week and vote for where you think the story should go next. What will-